Welcome to Live Yes with Arthritis from the Arthritis Foundation. You may have arthritis, but it doesn't have you. Here, you'll learn things that can help you improve your life and turn no into yes. This podcast is part of the Live Yes Arthritis Network, a growing community of people like you who really care about conquering arthritis once and for all. Our hosts are our arthritis patients, Rebecca and Julie. Listen in. Welcome to the Live Yes with Arthritis podcast. I'm Rebecca, an occupational therapist living with rheumatoid arthritis. And I'm Julie, a JA patient who's passionate about making sure all patients have a voice. Today, we're talking about being physically active, which we all know is important, but can be so difficult when you're in pain or you're fatigued. Yeah, I know it's hard for me, Julie, when I don't feel good to get out of bed and even think about exercising. I know. All of the daily tasks are as difficult as they are when you're in pain. Thinking about adding in exercise or physical activity can be a real challenge. But it's something that I think we all benefit from a little bit. I certainly have. If I start my morning with a dance party, I'm way better off than if I am starting it without. Yeah, the days that I move more, I know that I actually do feel better, but it's hard to find that motivation to just get started. But that's why today we're talking to our guest, Dr. Kim Huffman, who is a practicing rheumatologist and associate professor in the Department of Medicine and Division of Rheumatology at Duke University. She specializes in arthritis and physical activity, so hopefully she can help us figure out how to get started. So welcome to our show, Dr. Huffman. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. So one of the things that we wanted to talk about today is physical activity. We know it's important. We know the research says, you know, you need to exercise to really manage your arthritis. But exercise is such an intimidating concept. It's an intimidating word to people who have pain. I picture going to a gym and lifting weights and running on a treadmill. Is that what you mean by moving or is it a little bit more accessible than that? Physical activity is really any form of movement at all. It can range from things like walking from your car to the grocery store or walking or biking into work to taking the stairs at work or even standing up from your chair and taking a few steps while watching television at night. Things that you may not necessarily consider exercise, which are physical activity at very light levels, are also provide a lot of beneficial effects. So one of the things that I try to think about sometimes is when I park a little bit further away or if I just take <laughs> the stairs instead of right. the elevator, is that considered staying physically active? It, it, it definitely is. Those are perfect ideas, perfect strategies to be active. So it's like thinking about maybe where I can bake in some extra activity. If I can park further away or reach higher for that box of cereal in the grocery aisle or find an opportunity to have a dance party in the morning, those things work. Those are perfect. So every little bit counts. And, you know, there's always been this idea that you should exercise like half an hour a day. Is there is there a time of how much physical activity we should be doing? The most recent review of the evidence suggests that absolutely anything helps. It doesn't matter whether it's one minute 
or 20 minutes. Certainly 20 minutes is better than one, but it's 20 times one. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it all at the same time. And is that true for people who don't live with arthritis as well? Yes, definitely. All physical activity is good for everybody. Yes, it is good for everybody. People who, who are the least active have the most to gain by becoming physically active. Well, if somebody has had a lot of pain from their arthritis and they have not been very active, how do you suggest they get started? Generally, I I find that having people start with something that they currently do and just extend their time or their commitment to doing it is much easier than joining a gym or starting a, a new class or some other option. So it doesn't have to be an expensive, scary thing. It can just be something that I add into my already pretty stable routine. I certainly would think that's the best option. It seems like it's also the the thing that people will will stick with the best is something that they really enjoy. As an occupational therapist, I'm always telling people, build it into your routine. So if it's something that you're doing and it becomes, it makes it more of a habit and easier to do if you're building it around a routine. My optimal physical activity in the morning is as I'm getting ready to start my day, I wake up, I stretch my arms, and then I put on my favorite song of the day and I have a little dance party in the morning (laughs) to get myself going. And it helps me do some dynamic stretching and move my body just a little bit. And it makes that walk to the office a little bit easier. It makes my sitting during the day a little bit easier. And it's something I look forward to. I get out of bed looking forward to my song and my dance. And it helps me be thankful for my, my, my body as it moves. <laughs> that's great to hear. Yeah, I think that's a big piece in trying to get people to start being physically active is being able to find something that's motivating Usually I ask people what they're currently doing and what they currently enjoy. If you extend that to maybe a little bit more of a complicated setting, uh, such as someone who has a lot of pain with their arthritis, a lot of times I, I think the, a nice way to start is with um, activity in the pool. It uh, really does minimize weight bearing. So that's a, a gentle way to encourage beginning activity in the setting of a lot of pain. And if you, you have an idea that you want to bike the a local bike-a-thon. That's a fantastic goal. And uh, you, you can certainly start doing that and work through their, the number of permutations that you may, t- may need to work through. But it, it's great to have a goal of something like that that you want to accomplish. I recently did the Arthritis Foundation's California Coast Classic bike ride, which rides from San Francisco down to Los Angeles. And I'm telling you, I was not physically active before deciding to do this ride. And it was true for a lot of the members of my team. But there was this magic bullet in setting a long-term goal, having six months to get there and working hard through the week to find some joyful movement that would help me accomplish that goal. Do you mind if I ask you where you were when you started with that program? What did you jump right on a bike and start riding? Or did you have to start on a stationary bike or any other uh, adaptations or modifications you had to make? Yeah, that's a, a great question. And thank you for asking it. I had to start by mentally stealing myself to say, I am not going to make my arthritis worse by moving my body. 
by giving myself these assurances and saying, this is going to be an opportunity to really move in a happy and healthy way. Um, So first I started there (laughs) and then I didn't have a bike at all. So I needed to start on a stationary bike that was available through my gym and my building, which was great. And then eventually I, I got on the bike and I started in two mile increments and two miles became five miles, became 10 miles, became 50, and then became the California Coast Classic 525. Only I only did 470 of them, but still, only. we she were only able to did. get there. Right. <laughs> and what was special about it though, was that my experience doing that was not unique to me. There were a lot of other patients who were doing that ride who had a very similar starting point. I think that's the the perfect anecdote to uh, how to become physically active and to get and to get into exercise and, and commit to a program. It's perfect. Even bike stores these days are great at working with people and changing bikes. And I think it's become a lot more acceptable to use bikes that may not look as stereotypically uh, racing or cycling bikes that we used to see things like the hybrids and the recumbent bikes. And there are just tons of options out there that your local bike store, if they're a good one, um, should be able to help you with. And in the context of other other types of exercise, the same thing with uh, shoes. I think most running stores will do a free shoe assessment. I think that's important for people to understand that even yoga, yoga, mm-hmm. or even just stretches, like mm-hmm. there are ways to adapt it, but knowing how to do it is the hard part. So how do you suggest they learn how to adapt? One option is to work through a specific arthritis-affiliated program. There are quite a few uh, yoga for arthritis programs around my community, and they they really do specialize in modifications. And depending on the size of the community, I think if you look at your local resources, YMCA's, community centers, there should be some arthritis-specific programs that are really adept in making those modifications. Yeah, we have so many resources like that at the Arthritis Foundation that can help with getting started. And I was so appreciative when you said that exercise programs specific for arthritis can be really easy gateways. One of them is the Walk With Ease program that I know has helped so many patients across the country learn how to walk with greater ease, with less pain, with more confidence. And those are available all across the country and are are really effective programs for for getting moving. Yeah, and we also have the YES tool that you can log on and click on the joint that you might have an issue with, and it'll give you some information on how you might be able to adapt your exercises. Yeah, there is no shame in asking for that adaptation. And whether you're asking the Arthritis Foundation or the local yoga instructor or anybody in your community of physically active people, hey, how can I do this with greater ease? Just asking the question instead of not getting active at all, that is the the key, the solution. Dr. Huffman, what would you recommend to people when they say, well, I tried to exercise or I tried to be physically active, but now I have more pain? The anecdotal rule is that when you're physically active uh, and you have more pain after you're active, if it lasts up to two hours, then perhaps you, you did too much. But the, the other thing to remember is that in general, it's really hard to injure yourself or, or make your arthritis worse through physical activity. 
So sometimes you have to think through what's hurting and try to determine whether it's your arthritis or whether it's your muscles telling you that, uh, yes, you just exercised and uh, thank you very much. (laughs) Right, right. No, Rebecca and I have both been living with arthritis for 18 years. I know what my arthritis pain feels like. I know where it's coming from, what joints are affected and what that stiffness and achiness feels like. I know my pain. And so whenever I've moved and I'm exercising and I'm trying to do a crazy bike ride, the thing that was helpful for me was that muscle soreness is distinctly a different feeling. And I always like to say that it's kind of like a high five. Hey, thanks for exercising. Good work. Versus that real stiffness and inflammation and heat radiating off my joint when it's in a flare. And they often are not related to each other but I can feel them differently. And learning what that means for your body takes some time. And it's an important lesson that each of us has to learn at that individual level. And along those lines, uh, I believe you had mentioned this before, but the pain that you have after physical activity, how, how often have you had that where you thought it actually was your arthritis versus your muscles? You know, in that mental stealing part of my journey, I thought it was going to be every single day that my arthritis was going to feel way worse after I got on the bike. And I convinced myself to do it. I remembered that that wasn't going to be the case. And I was so thankful that I had proven myself wrong, that every day after I got off the bike, I felt more able to climb up the stairs because my knees were feeling better. I was more able to rest through the night because, you know, my pain insomnia was counteracted by how much I had moved earlier in the day. So I, I never had more arthritis pain as a result of my exercise. And that was my personal story. And I have heard that echoed many times. Rebecca, what about you? Oh, the same. Um, I actually like hiking in Dr. Huffman, and I live in Colorado, so we have 14ers. And I know how I'm going to feel when I'm done because I just climbed a mountain. So I should expect <laughs> to have a, a lot of discomfort um, in my muscles. And yes, I'm exhausted, but I feel good that I made it to the top. And I feel good that I was moving. And so there is a big difference. It has not ever put me into a flare, but it might take me a day or two to recover from that muscle soreness but it is not my joints that hurt. So if we do have those minor aches or those minor pains, that muscle-based feeling, what are some of the ways that we can prevent that or help to solve some of those issues? Start slowly and progress on a regular yet relatively slow basis. We generally encourage people. I think it's easy to think about things in terms of weeks and if you and perhaps minutes per week and would suggest that people not do anything more than 10% of an increase per week. So, Dr. Huffman, how important does warming up before we're physically active play in how we feel? Warming up is absolutely essential, and I would venture to say it's more important the older we get for for various biologic reasons. I think kids are able to just jump up and sprint, but um, once we become adults, we don't get that gift anymore. What does dynamic stretching look like to somebody, and how long should you do it? So dynamic stretching uh, is the the idea would be to warm up the muscles that you're actually going to be using. In general, warming up uh, should be at least five minutes of activity that can allow your heart rate to get up to a, a nice, brisk pace. 
Motion is lotion is what I like to tell people. Motion is lotion. (laughs) Right. It actually is critical to put your joints through a range of motion and and, and get get them some lotion, which I would call nutrition. Yeah. And it's not just that, too. I I try to explain to patients, too, is that you have to have strong muscles to support your joints that are already compromised. That's a key key thing. We forget about muscles quite a lot and we focus on the joint, but the, the muscles are critical to our body, our structural integrity of our body, and uh, to, to offloading some of the forces on our joints. Yeah. And one of the things I realized, uh, I had a really terrible flare about a year before I decided to do the California Coast Classic. And when I was in that flare, I was struggling with an ability to walk. I couldn't get through the day. I had terrible brain fog, all of these pieces. And when I got out of it, I had a long conversation with my doctor. My doctor said, you know, if we can do hard work to support your muscles, if we can put the time in to get your muscles stronger and feeling better, if you get to this point again, you'll be able to be more resilient to it, recover a little bit more quickly and get through that flare with a greater sense of efficiency and maybe even less pain. And that was a big motivating factor for me to think about, oh, I can do some work now to prevent something really, really taxing in the future. One of the things that is the most predictive of how well people do is how well they were doing it before something bad happened. In other words, before you have a flare, it's much better to be in good shape and you're going to recover from that flare in a much better place. Whenever I'm flaring and I am, all I want to do is not move and not hurt and not feel the pain. And the best way to do that is to not move, <laughs> to lay down on the couch and not move. But I can get stuck there. I can get stuck there really easily. So taking a day or two off, it isn't the end of the world. But with that said, I wouldn't say sit on the couch. I think what you're doing, <laughs> getting up and walking to the kitchen is a great idea. Your insights into what it's like living with arthritis can make a life-changing difference for yourself and others. Help choose topics for future podcast episodes and change the future of arthritis resources and research. Take just a few minutes to make a change. Arthritis.org slash insights. Dr. Huffman, are there some key takeaways that you can help share with our listeners on the best way to start and to stay physically active with arthritis? Number one is anything you can do is better than nothing. And to get started, really think about something that you enjoy and are already doing or something that you've really wanted to do for a long time. Sometimes it's helpful just to jot down your activity on a daily or weekly basis. So those days when you might be having a rough day, you can look back and say, wow, over the last month, I've done a lot. The final thing that I I really like to try to express to people with arthritis is that it is really difficult to make your arthritis worse with physical activity. Are there certain types of exercise that you should never consider if you have arthritis? You don't want to do something to injure yourself. So uh, things like snow skiing, you know, activities where there's a high risk of injuries, playing soccer, those, you know, you, those are risky, 
And you just have to weigh how much you enjoy those with the risk of potential injury that could could worsen your arthritis or cause arthritis in a joint where you would never have it. But there are almost always ways that you can modify those things. Uh, you know, maybe ski on a less challenging slope and, you know, until your muscles are really well conditioned. But I, I can't think of anything that I would tell people absolutely don't do. We've been doing the study called Livia's Insights. So what we've heard from our patients across the country is that 43% of our respondents to the Livia's Insights assessment either can't walk or have difficulty walking for anything more than 15 minutes. And that is a very alarming stat for all of us to reconcile with. How do we help them become more physically active, be able to walk? Depending on if they're able to walk just a short distance to start with that, they may need to get assessed for better shoe wear or certain braces that may be helpful for them, which could help them walk a little bit um, more easily or more comfortably. A good place to start is with a physical therapist for sort of adaptive modalities or with the Arthritis Foundation. But in terms of specific activities, again, uh, the pool offers a nice range of things you can do in the pool where your body has minimal effects of gravity such that physical activity is much more comfortable. Thank you so much, Dr. Huffman, for joining us today and shedding some light on how we can be physically active. You're very welcome. And to all of our listeners, thanks for tuning in. This Live Yes with Arthritis podcast was brought to you by the trusted experts of the Arthritis Foundation. We're bringing together leaders in the arthritis community to help you make a difference in your own life in ways that make sense. You may have arthritis, but it doesn't have you. The Arthritis Foundation would like to thank Janssen and Sanofi Genzyme Regeneron for sponsoring today's episode. Go to arthritis.org slash liveyespodcast for episodes and show notes. And stay in touch 